So my wife and I, after getting married, uh, we had a lot of friends. Like we were a part of a group that went out a lot and we had a lot of fun. We would go downtown. We would go, uh, you know, downtown. And <laughs> I mean, that's, that, honestly, we went downtown a lot. Like that was like our thing to go downtown. Uh, we actually tried to enjoy the city. Um, I, I guess we did other things too, but that stood out the most. We went hiking, like there was Garner State Park in Huntsville, and then we did the same thing in Arizona. And like we, we would, you know, we were trying to be a uh, part of groups. We always like did a lot of stuff together, a big group of us. And we made some really good friends, really, really good friends then. And a couple of them I'm still very close with. And by a couple, I really mean like a couple, like one or two out of like you know it was probably somewhere in the realm of 10 to 15 of us and um over time you know we get married and and you're just living life and just doing your thing and and uh you know it it does get a little harder like you want to hang out more with uh married people you know and our friends are all single and so um we try to include them like our first year of marriage but you know i've said it before in another segment like i needed to really focus on my marriage and there's a lot of things i needed to get through during that time and so that that forced us to kind of be closer with married couples versus the single friends we had and then you know once we started having kids that it was it was kind of the same thing you start hanging out more with small families and stuff and you gain a new circle of friends but what was interesting is there is a period a dry spell there is a dry period where I want to say it was before we had our first child and uh, somewhere before then and somewhere after marriage, like after the first year of marriage, that second year of marriage, where a lot of our friends were kind of just disappearing and like for different reasons, like some were like leaving the church, like they no longer wanted to serve God and were just going in a totally different path. And, um, you know, it's kind of hard to stay, stay in relationship with those people because they, we just had, they were not the same person. They changed. And then others, um, were answering, it was like the total opposite is, uh, they were answering the call of God and they were leaving the city or even the nation, you know, and, and they were moving forward. And, and it wasn't just that, that second year, it was maybe between the second year of marriage and maybe even going up to like the fifth year of marriage, somewhere between two to five years of having our first two kids um there was like a dry spell where we were just all of the the, our circle of friends had diminished and we were gaining new friends but we couldn't we couldn't replicate the relationship that we had when we were single you know like that tight-knit like brotherly sisterly type of relationship it was diminishing you know and um it was kind of hard, you know, we, we had no temptation to leave the church or, you know, go somewhere else or move or anything like that. Now, I will say my wife has always wanted to move, but that's just the, the old military brat inside of her. She just wants to move because she's used to it. But aside from that, there was like no temptation to just get up and start fresh or anything crazy. But it was kind of lonely. And we had each other, but we were like, we wanted, we needed, we needed, it was more than wanted. We needed friends. We needed strong relationships. And, you know, there was that woe is me type of feeling for a little bit. Like everyone's gone and all my close friends are either, you know, completely going down the opposite path, no longer living for God. Or they're again, 
you know, not here in San Antonio. So they're a phone call away or maybe a FaceTime video away and WhatsApp wasn't around and, you know, WhatsApp's huge today. But, you know, it it was just harder to stay in communication and it wasn't the same. So it was a dry spell. And we were working through this and we were trying to figure out, like, what do we do? Like, you know, and there was a period where we weren't in ministry, where we were just kind of, you know, at home and taking care of our kids. And and we had nothing to do, man. We were bored. We were bored out of our mind. And, and like, we didn't feel like we had that where we can just click with somebody and, like, build a relationship. And, and um, it was hard. It was hard. And so we're getting through it. And I remember, of course, I stayed faithful to prayer. I stayed, we stayed faithful to church and, you know, we, we stayed faithful to God. But I, I remember feeling like, man, what's, what's wrong with us? Like, why can't we just make friends, like good friends? Like, not that the people we were friends with weren't good. They were great, but we couldn't attach ourselves to them for some reason. And we were just so standoffish, you know, and it was like that for a little while, man, at least like five years or so or three to five years. It, it, it's what it felt like. And um, finally, we just decided, you know what, we're going to force ourselves into relationships. We're going to grab a hold of people and be like, you're my friend now. <laughs> you, you're the, you're this couple right here. We're going to uh, attack them together. Me and Mary, my wife, we're going to attack this couple and we're going to be best friends and you know we tried it with different people and it was like up and down like maybe we wasn't best friends but definitely close we got closer with people and then through ministry like serving in ministry again we got really close to a lot of people again and over the time over you know over the years it just kind of woke up one day where it's like man this is my family the church is my family like this is a lot deeper than just like a few friends and the dry spell was gone and it just kind of happened where all of a sudden we we can call on many people to just hang out and be silly or just whatever like this and and it, we just kind of received it all over again you know and and the dry spell was was going away you know things were, were coming back and and uh today i look at my church family and that's what they are man they are a family like it is like how do you say like man it's it's um they're more than friends which means which means let's be real here family what do you see you get to see the worst of them don't you you get to see the worst and the best and i've embraced that fact like i'm totally okay that some people are gonna have off days so yeah what yeah i get it we're a christian church and we have to be christian and we have to be this you know stepping up to this this pedestal of of testimony and we you know we have to be the light in the darkness and i understand all of that and i agree with it and absolutely i pray for that and but people are not always going to feel it that's going to happen where people might have a dry spell like we were you know they might have a a hard time gaining relationships and being open and and it could happen to anybody and realizing you know what we have we're very capable of being friends with anybody around us it's our choice we don't got to run away and be like ah no one's being friends with me and i've tried i've tried but no one reaches out to me sometimes you just got to be obnoxious man you just got to be like hey you're my new best friend hang out with me. I'm going to text you. If you're not going to answer me, I'm going to text you anyway. 
And I, years ago when I was single, I remember telling somebody we were going through some relationship issues and it was a good friend of mine. And I told him, listen, man, if you don't want to be my friend anymore, that's your choice. I'm going to be here for you. I'm going to choose to be in your way. I'm going to be a nuisance and I'm going to stick with you. And I told my uh, later, you know, my girlfriend and now wife telling her, I remember telling her the same thing in our relationship. You can't get rid of me. You can't get rid of me. I'm stuck here. Like you, there's nothing you can do to get rid of me. I'm I'm sticking around for life. And you got to do the same thing to sometimes with other people. You just got to be kind of annoying. And you got to just get in their face and be like, listen, I ain't going nowhere. Like, you're stuck with me. And I'm going to bother you. And you're not going to like it sometimes. And that's cool. But I'm going to stay here. And with family, you have to do that. With family, it's all, you know, the blood in and th- thick through thick and thin and yada yada. Familiar. But like with church family, man... You, it's hard because you can so easily give in and fall back to that feeling of like uh feeling like oh you know it's just uh they're just friends they're just people but really it's more like no they are family they are church family and people are people and people are dumb (laughs) it's true like people <laughs> like you know, you know what I'm saying, man. You you know what you know exactly what I'm saying. Like not everyone's perfect. You're gonna run into two uh, attitudes and personalities. And you're gonna clash, and you're gonna be all whiny about it. And then you're not. I don't like hanging out with that person, but it's family. It's family, man. You just gotta go out of your way. You know, you gotta allow yourself to be a burden to others, and the, allow others to be a burden for you. That's how you build relationship. And, oh, well, it's not natural. And, you know, I get that. You know, sure. Sometimes you need to just like, ah, I'm tired of trying to like act like I like this person. I get that, you know. But but still, church family, man, you got to go out of your way. You know, you really got to go out of your way if you want to build a relationship. Otherwise, you're just going to be in that dry spill forever. And it's no fun. Feeling lonely is no fun. Feeling like you have no one to call or no one to text or no one to share stuff with is no fun. And, and, you know, I've, I've been there. I've been there. It's no fun. And we can joke. I joke all the time, actually, about how I just don't like people. You know, I just, if it wasn't for God saving me, I, would, I wouldn't talk to anybody. I'd be like, nah, forget all of you people. I don't, you know, I, don't, I dislike people. I want nothing to do with you. Um, and there's a lot of truth to that, actually. But anyway, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, I know I'm, 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 I want relationships. I want friendships, you know, even though it takes my wife knows, man, I don't I am not the person to say yes. When people ask to hang out, I'm the first to be like, heck no, man, I want to chill out and do nothing. And you are in the way of me doing that. You're in my way. I don't want to hang out. But as soon as you get me out, I'm, I'm very like, OK, I'm going to enjoy myself. We're out and about. I might as well. I might as well just have fun. And, you know, I've had to learn to do that. And I think that's, I think everyone needs to learn to do that. You just need to learn to have relationships and, and, and enjoy what you have around you. Don't be, you know, especially if you're going to a church and you're, you're, you see God's people right in front of you. Those are, those are possibilities. Those are opportunities. That's what all of that is. Those are opportunities to have great relationships. And you can be missing out on some amazing relationships, amazing camaraderie and brotherly and sisterly, you know, intimate moments that you can have with people because you've chosen to be lonely. (laughs) And, you know, like you got it. You got to lean on. You have to have people to lean on, you know, like it's it's the only way it really is the only way because you're not meant to be alone. It's it's no fun. (laughs) It's no fun. 
I'm grateful for my relationships, man. I'm so grateful for my annoying church family. I said it and I meant it. And <laughs> because because it's true. You know, we we have to go out of our way to bother each other and say, "I'm here. I'm sticking it out. Whether you like it or not, I am here." I do not miss that dry spell. I don't want to go back to that, you know, and that I want to be able to have people to lean on and reach out to and think about silly stories and memories and be like, remember when this happened? And like, I want to have that for the rest of my life. I, I value my relationships today. I value my friends today, whether they're in Vietnam or they're in China or in Japan or if they're preaching overseas somewhere whether they're in florida or california it doesn't matter man like i i value and i'm, I'm gonna remember the time i'm gonna have with them when they whether they come back or not like i, I want to i value those relationships so much and i think it's important it's incredibly spiritually healthy to maintain relationships with people don't take it for granted don't take it for granted you have people right in front of you you know, you, there's even people that are coming to your mind that you know you could go out of your way to hang out with, but you're not. You need to do it. Don't take it for granted. Don't allow yourself to be lonely and then blame everyone else for it. When it's your fault, take responsibility. Be, don't be afraid to build some friends. You know, don't be a loner. <sighs> I'm going to go be alone right now, though, because my, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm tired of people right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. You go out and build relationships, you know, build relationships and learn to love people. Serving people is serving God. And that's something people don't always re- really uh, think about, but it's true. 